to ask your opinion on something. Okay. Uh, is you're in the cinema, or yeah. if you're in America, you're calling them movie theaters. A, mo- a movie theater. A yeah. movie theater. Uh, and you're watching a film, obviously, and someone's talking near you. For a lot, a lot, for a lot of the film, what do you do in that scenario? Are you a shusher? Uh, you see, or are you uh, you a- see I've I've sev- I've had to array myself back several times just telling someone to shut the fuck up. In the really? cinema. Yeah, because I get re- I do get annoyed that people are like, especially if they have their phones out. If you've got your yeah. phone out. I'm, I was, so I went to see a play um, a couple of weekends ago. I went to see uh, Harold Pinter, um, a double bill. And there's a woman who, in bef- right in front of me, directly in front of the row, was just on WhatsApp the whole time. What? She was she was messaging and I was I actually looked over and it was just like someone was sending her like some holiday snaps or something some pictures of a tower of London. It I can wait. I is it so important? It can't wait an hour. Why did you come to the Look, and the tickets about the theater were not cheap. They were you yeah. know, why would you come out to the theater, pay money for a ticket just to be on your phone the whole time? I've got no idea. Oh, so frustrating. Absolutely. So, so you're. So, do you rein yourself? You don't do anything. I've not. Yet, I've not yet had a massive outburst with someone. though. No. there's normally. I've not had anyone talking for a huge amount of time. Have you ever it, shushed? Uh, I've not shushed. No. Why? I feel like shushing why is a not? measure. Yeah, I, I agree. But, but why not? Because I'm. I'm similar mm. in the. I won't necessarily do anything. I have done a couple of times, and the people I've been with have been embarrassed on my behalf ah, I see. for doing it. Yeah, but like you, I'm the bad be, guy. They should be quiet. They should be quiet. Like, why am I the bad guy for telling someone to be quiet? When uh, to, to be fair, the, no, and no one I've been with recently has had that has been like embarrassed by it or whatever. But certainly in the past, I've been with someone. I've, I've shushed someone who was talking because you know or I've asked them to be quiet because they're they're talking during a film and they're right behind me, and. And trying to watch the movie, you know, and, and someone I've been mm. with has been like embarrassed, been like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Like, I was in the wrong. Yeah. But you rein yourself in. I, I've reined myself in so far, yeah, because I don't think anyone's really pushed it uh, too far. But what I get annoyed about as well is people laughing when they shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I, I, know that's, I know that's like a, a thing to say, but this isn't meant to be funny, right? But. All right, I've been to see some old horror movies, right? Like, okay. like the nineteen the, the nineteen fifty seven Dracula, the Christopher Lee one. And yeah. most part it was good, but the audience were laughing at a thing. I get that there are some things in that film. But first of all, there are some deliberate moments of comedy, and there are some things in that film as well, which maybe now uh, we might take as a bit funny. But like they were laughing at things that weren't even funny. Like in, in <laughs> any way, they just got into their head that this was a laughing movie. I wanted to be like, it's not funny, you fucking philistines. You can't watch a film in its own context. But, so I'll, I'll laugh during like action scenes during movies, like when cool shit happens. Is that different? Oh, uh, I think it's um, I think it's more different because in like a horror movie, like you're looking for like the atmosphere. Yeah, it, it ruins the tension if people are yeah. just laughing along. Uh, so it's okay. I feel like, look, I understand there are things in like old movies like that that you might find funny, but some of the scenes are not <laughs> funny. There's nothing funny about this. Literally, especially. I, yeah, it's. I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand shit. it. I don't understand it. I as well. I can't tell them not to laugh. But I want to stand up and be like, just appreciate it on its own terms. So the reason I brought this up is because I went to see the Lego Movie Two yeah. on Wednesday. Which is a good film, by the way. Did you watch the first Lego movie? I, I did see. I I think I did see the Lego movie, the original. Uh, I think the... And we talked about this at the time, years ago. My reaction yeah. to that was, I liked it. I didn't love it. 
I thought oh, I, loved I, it. I, I, I know you loved it. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, I didn't leave that much of a lasting impression on me, though. What about Lego Batman? I'd not seen Lego Batman. Oh, you should watch Lego Batman. Yeah, I, I've heard people say it's good. That's incredible. Uh, but no, Lego Movie 2, I went to see that. It was very good. But there was, there was two things wrong with my audience. In the One of them was these two girls who were sat near me, like teenage girls, uh, to, our, to our left. And they were talking or whispering to each other, not too loud, but loud enough. And I look at their phones and things for a large proportion of it. Also, they kept getting up and like both leaving together for like 10 minutes at a time and then coming mm. back in. They did this That's a few really minutes weird. into the film yeah. and then like a number of times throughout throughout the film. Like they were quiet enough where it was annoying and my, my girlfriend was annoyed and she was closer to them. So I said, oh, just tell them to be quiet and she, she wouldn't do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to lean over to, to do it, whatever. So that was annoying. But what was worse was someone had brought a child along and I know it's a kid's film brought a child along who was clearly too young to be in the cinema. Oh, yeah. You know you know, kids who are like, they're, they're maybe three or pushing four, and they're just too young to be in this in the cinema because they can't sit still or, or just pay attention to something for what that t- period of time. What time of day was it? Look, no, it, look, I don't... It's, <laughs> no, but I was saying, was it like an evening performance or... No, you... it, was, it, was, it was like uh, 4.35. Uh, what day? Wednesday. I guess it was half term, but I'm gonna say if you've got a really young kid who wants to be like Saturday matinee, that's a thing. Sat- yeah, Saturday matinee is the traditional children's like viewing, like where all the kids can like have fun, like make a noise or whatever. Yeah, um, maybe I'm but just. She old. was talking. <laughs> she matinee, was, this little girl was talking yeah. all the way through it. Like he, okay. she had her older sister there as well. Yeah, but she was talking all the way through it and like talking to her. Like, why do we have to be quiet? Let me look at your things. Oh, have you got a light? I want to look at this. Oh, I want to just talk. And just I want to sit there now. It's just, yeah. You can't it, think it's. I can't tell a kid to be quiet. And the no. dad knew she was being noisy. He was telling her to be quiet and things. You know, and just watch the film. What 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 should happen in that scenario? Yeah, well, I mean, really, I, really my argument in that scenario is, is that you should just take your kid out. Yeah, you yeah I think you have got to take them out. I think because you need to, they need to understand that they can't. Um, they have to be quiet. I'm pretty sure I remember, like, because my nan used to take me to the cinema all the time when I was, like, a little kid. I'm pretty sure from quite an early age, I knew to be quiet in the cinema. But how old were you? If, you, if you're remembering it, you're probably, like, five or six. I, right? I, I remember her. When did Toy Story 2 come out? Uh, I think Toy I would Story. see that in cinema as well. I that, think it would have no, been that was late 90s. Um, but I, yeah, I, exactly. think, I think I remember seeing Toy Story, the original, in, like, the 90- original. I think I have memories of seeing that in, like, 95 or 96. Well, I, I'm, I was man. only... Because I, that came I, out in 96, okay, yeah. I, and I, look, I'm nearly, like, a full year older than you, so I think, yeah. I think like, I have maybe have a clearer memory. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm so not saying I remember it in detail, but I do remember seeing the original Toy Story. But you would have uh, been five. I would have been about five. So I, th- I, th- okay. I think five is okay. Five is at a point where you sort of yeah. like you're getting to that level of maturity. When you're like three or four, maybe, four is yeah. maybe the upper, think, upper escalon of it. I think you've got to be fair. I mean, I, I'm kind of loathe to give parenting advice because neither of us are yeah, parents. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's that easy, mate. Just just do it. Just 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 discipline your kid, you know? I mean, just... <laughs> but it is that. No, not, not even just. Not, don't mean take them out in terms of like telling them off or something. I just no, think, I the, kid, I, I think the kid clearly didn't want to be there. You might have to, yeah, remove them from the cinema. Just take, I mean, he had his other kid there. Clearly they were there for the older sister who yeah. wanted to see it. But you can go outside. And, one, I, yeah. I, I, get it, I get it sucks, okay? And I, I, maybe I sound like a, a child-hating bigot. But <laughs> it gets to, you've got to take some responsibility, right? I, I feel like if I was in that scenario, 
I would do that. I've taken my younger siblings. I have some quite young siblings to to the cinema before, and Dexter. We went to see Up, and I think he would have been like five, maybe. And during the re- I always feel a bit bad, but it's quite funny. During the really sad bit at the start of Up, you know, when you find out like his wife's dying and stuff. Yeah, the Dexter best bit of the film. The best bit of the film. Dexter turns towards me and just goes, "I'm gonna pump." <laughs> and and <laughs> it's pump and clearly, his pump his word for fart. Or pump something. is his word for fart. Oh, okay, and or it was at the time. I don't know if he still it was did. at the time. I don't know. <laughs> it's only five. Um, and clearly that ruins the experience. I yeah. did ask him to be quiet, but also that is very funny. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. but this kid, this kid wasn't funny. This kid in mm. Lego Movie wasn't funny, and okay. it, was a, it was a shame. But you can't do anything about that, and mm. that's why I've gone off this whole ten minute rant about cinema uh, etiquette. Yeah, I guess. How how, uh, are, how are you? Yeah, I'm. I've more to say about cinema audiences. I oh, guess. Do it. Do it. Well, do it yeah. Okay. So like, I think it's an atmospheric thing as well. But I do get annoyed. I get annoyed more at phones than talking. I get you may want to have a passing comment if it's like a full on conversation. I'll be annoyed. Yeah. But like I, phones, I can't stand though. N- nothing so Im- if it's so important, you can't wait ninety minutes. Don't go to the theater, like don't all the yeah. cinema. You, you know, if, if it's re- if you can't miss this message, <laughs> then just just don't go. Just go outside. <laughs> well, you can do that, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. If, if, um, if you're getting live updates from like the hospital, you just why are you seeing? Uh, <laughs> why are you seeing Gremlins I mean, too? <laughs> 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 you know. Yeah, that that annoys me more than anything. I think. Uh, yeah. You should say that to someone. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> if you're what getting live, hospital, live updates from the hospital, why are you doing it? Maybe everyone in the cinema is are all dads escaping like their wives in labour. <laughs> I'm just going to go and see. <laughs> okay, so when I think live updates from the hospital, I've got something a lot or like, darker no, in someone, mind. I like, thought someone's dying or something. Yeah, Nana's on Yeah, exactly. Support. So they're, they're trying to distract themselves or something, but then they just... <laughs> I can imagine though your his wife's in labour. He's like, look, babe, look, I know, but, but you're going to be here a while. The doctor said it's going to be, a, and we we did book tickets to go and see Black Panther. So, you, you know, uh, I might go. Do you want to waste money? Do you want to waste money? You think Is that I, how you, you want to start this I, child's life? At least one of us seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll text, you, I'll text like. you live updates from the cinema, <laughs> and that's what he's doing. <laughs> they just said Wakanda forever. I'll explain what that means later. Uh, I'm I'm fine, by the way. I'm I'm okay, quite good. well. Um, How's not, your two weeks been? It's been five. Uh, just work has happened. Just general. Uh, I've got a presentation to prepare for. Uh, for my is that uh, for work. your job or for your no, um... for for my PhD work is okay. you have to do a little presentation just to other PhD students but you have to do a presentation and there is a professor there who's going to observe and then I've just been working on uh, writing a few things. You've got to start your um, presentation with just the word sex. Now that I have your attention, <laughs> no, attention. let's talk about horses. Right. No, look, I've got a great intro. How about this? Okay. Ever since man has first had two horses, he has wondered which can go faster. And that's the sport of horse racing was born. For those who are just joining in on this podcast, Scott is doing a PhD or whatever in history of horse racing. uh, It's a history, it's specifically the history of um, uh, broadcast and... um, British horse racing on TV and in film uh, in Britain. Yeah, I said British already. 
And, yeah, and, obvi- and obviously that's in the 20th century because that's when films and TV existed. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, yeah, not anymore. Not in the 21st century, though. <laughs> not 21st century. Who gives a shit about that? Like, you know those stories. You've heard those horse racing You're, events, you're, you're living but... it, mate. You're living it. You're li- yeah. <laughs> go out and you live your life. and That's history right there. Read a newspaper sometime. Look, it go. Mind, mind blow. History, you're living in it. Whoa. Hey, Whoa. Scott. <laughs> how are you? No, so you know how you know how yeah. old you are right now. Yeah, it's younger than you are right now. Yeah. Whoa. There you go. Oh my god. Oh, my aging blown. as we talk. As you listen to this podcast, you're aging in real time. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Any, I'm a little how, bit loopy. Okay. New Feels job. Good. All right. Going okay. New job hoping. going well. It's right. a lot of work, and so that's why I'm probably a bit like, what's going on? Oh, oh my god. Okay. But no, it's good. It's going well. So I've had a good week and everything. So that's been that's been nice. Um, and I've, re- I've remembered. I've remembered two of my good jokes for this podcast. Oh, one, good. One of them, Have we not done it yet? One of them, no, not yet. <laughs> wait, wait. Tell me what's what setup do I need to give you? I oh, know it's fine. Knock, you're, knock. You're, uh, who's that? Oh wait. Uh, you you set it up like you were telling the joke. <laughs> now okay. you. Okay. All no. right. <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. You'll know it when you see it. But I remember. We'll it. I had two good ideas. Okay. I've had two good. I-, I had three good ideas. One of which I forgot, but two I've remembered. <laughs> I love that we're doing a spontaneous conversational podcast and yet you've pre-written jokes. Look, I, you give me the topics <laughs> and I think of things to say. No, it's good. Ha- okay. It's good. So what's what have on you been the playing? What have you been, no, what have you been playing the well, I've been playing week? Tetris 99 pretty much. Fuck yeah. It's really Tetris good. Tetris 99 is so good. So yeah, Nintendo announced this all of a sudden as part of their direct. They said, we got this game. It's Tetris, but you play against 98 other people. And it's available right now for free if if you have your Nintendo Online subscription. So it's I'm, Tetris it's, Battle Royale. It's really good. I'm yeah. really into it. Literally 100 blocks drop onto a board. Literally, and you have to move them. Yeah, it's just. Oh God. What, what description was that? Of te- that was I was trying, to, I was trying to do. I was trying to do a battle royale joke. You know, 100 people jump onto an island. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Then you got blocks in Tetris, like the the Tetronomos. Mm. That's my podcast joke. I didn't write that beforehand, though. I didn't. I need to workshop that. <laughs> what if? Uh, what, we'll, do it, we'll do it later. What if? What if? Um, every game of Tetris 99 is you versus one person playing 98 games of Tetris. <laughs> I, based on how well some of these people are doing, I would believe it. Mm. The, these people are too good. What's So Tetris 99, uh, 99 people playing Tetris at the same time. You're trying to do as well as you can. But also you target other players, and then when you clear lines, you send garbage over to their side. I think garbage is actually the official term. I'm not just yeah. being American for the sake of it. Detritus. Um, over to their, over to their board. Whammies, as I like to call them. Yeah. <laughs> and as you clear, but as people people are also sending garbage across to you, and you can clear lines to then clear that garbage. Although I find it doesn't work that well at clearing the garbage. I'm pretty bad at it. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's hard. But I'm addicted. It's hard. It's got, I've got. I've got third. I think maybe third? maybe second. I can't can't remember. My, I definitely my got highest third. is sixth. Okay, it gets hard. I, I typically get above the thirties. Like mm. most matches, I'll be like in in the mid to mid twenties usually. Mm. Um, but occasionally, yeah, I'll get into the top ten, and that feels pretty good and intense. It's the most stressed I've been this year in a game. I think I'm. I'm pretty even. When it gets fast, I normally get pretty chill. I think Tetris is intrinsically relaxing for me. 
I think because the music gets all fast-paced and everything goes all quick and then you've got different lines pinging towards you as mm. everyone targets you, I'm just like, this is this is intense as heck. Uh, as with all Battle Royale games, there is an element of luck. Uh, sometimes you'll just get fucking ganked. Sometimes like 10 people target you. Yeah. And, and then you're, you're done. I take that I, as a compliment, I, but they've identified yeah. me as a threat. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it when someone's targeting me and like they've been targeting me for a while and then eventually they just stop targeting me. I'm like, oh, I guess yeah. I just wasn't worth it. Screw you. What, what am I not good enough for you? Come back and target me. <laughs> I need, even I worth need, it. I need Nintendo to give me the names and addresses of everyone who's ever targeted me. Because I get a little bit annoyed every time they do. I'm like, leave me alone. Uh, at the start of the match, I'll just keep pressing random, the random option. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll target people and they'll have it set so they target yeah, their attackers. Yeah, they target you back, so... Yeah, and I've, now I'll just round it up and move on. Oh, stay away from them. They want to target mm. you back. And I just, I, if it was up to me, I wouldn't target anyone. I, I just apparently I just want to play Tetris alongside other people also playing Tetris, and we all just have a good time. <laughs> Why can't that be the game? Uh, it is good. It is the thing I never knew I wanted, but it turns out I really did. Uh, if more of this, please, Nintendo. I feel like this is the uh, the kind of software that the Nintendo Online experience needed to make yeah. it a uh, good proposition. They Beyonce'd it. They announced it and it's released at the same day and yeah. all you need is the online subscription to play it. And if, if they keep doing like these experimental things with the online service to be like, hey, we just made this cool thing. Obviously, we couldn't charge a full price for this, but if you're part of the online service, you can you can have it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've been saying for a while, the Nintendo online service has not been a very good value proposition, but I think this is a good, like, this has really boosted it. And a few more things like it, this. Yeah. If what, can, what if, else? I mean, this is this is what you're wanting when you're saying you yeah, wanted some smaller games it, on the Switch, right? Yeah, I, I think I literally said I wanted this, and then Nintendo gave it to me, so I can't. Um, I Quick, can't really say something complain. else. What oh, else do you want? Uh, g- give me, um, um, give me Choo Choo Rocket. Uh, or, but oh, but you, probably but, you've wasted your your wish. For <laughs> why, God's sake. why is the only thing of Choo Choo Rocket? You either? just you just summoned the genie and said, "I want a sandwich." And genie's <laughs> gone. Okay, you only get one wish. Give me a sandwich now. Okay, here's, here's your sandwich. Little, well done. Little dry. <laughs> okay, look, could have had more mayo. It's a Nintendo good good effort because yeah, compared to the other online services, I know Nintendo's online service costs less, but even so, it's not. Not competitive, but now I feel like they're on their way, and I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah, to if they see keep, them. keep doing more things like this, that'd be cool. And also put SNES games onto the, like their emulator thing. Come on, it's not that difficult. Give us some SNES games. <laughs> it's not that difficult. No, it's not. I mean, to be they, fair, they've got it's all the ROMs. Not. They've got all the yeah. ROMs. They can just they've upload them. This classic. Yeah, ob- yeah. Obviously, they've had all the. They've got all the ROMs. They can just upload them. All you do is click a button, right? Pretty, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had all the ROMs working on Wii U. They can just—it's not that difficult. It's just an emulator. I mean, what they're going to do is they're just going to drip feed them all out again over the course of the Switch uh, life. Perfect, lifespan. pathetically, like two a week or something stupid like that. It's uh, less than that, I think. It's, it's like it's less, every yeah. so often. They were, I think this week they released two games, which was Super in, Mario Bros. In two pure Nintendo style. Else. In pure Nintendo style, a week before the Switch is like supplanted by another console. They release Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah is that there's no reason why they have to be so slow. They've got so many titles, just put them out. Even if it's only first-party titles, even if you can't get the third-party rights, there's more than enough games to like f- put more on. Make it valuable. Make it something exciting. Yeah, For I, real. I, I agree. Um, 
you know, can I just as a, as, a, as an aside, mm. Pokemon Snap. That's not very good. <laughs> yeah, people, I've never people it. always go on about wanting to have a new Pokemon Snap, and it's it's just a bit shit. Like even at the time, it was like, oh, cool, you could take pictures of Pokemon, but it's just an on rails picture taking. I, I remember seeing adverts for Pokemon Snap, and I didn't have an N sixty four growing up, and I was so I wanted it so badly. But it's all it is is you got to see Pokemon in three D. Yeah, and, like, but I didn't. Habitat. I didn't. I that's what I, I was a kid. That's what all I wanted. I didn't know it was a shit game. I don't know why people hold it so dearly. Is it because Childhood. they were kids at the time? Yeah, they yeah were I guess kids at the so. Time, yeah. Oh, everyone goes on about they want a new Pokemon Snap. They re- no, you know why they haven't made a new Pokemon Snap? Because it's just not very good. <laughs> That's all it is. It just wasn't very good. Anyway, that was my aside. Tetris ninety nine sounds like a joke. You know that, that when, when people go like, oh, everything's going to have a battle royale mode going forward. Soon you'll see Tetris of a battle royale mode. Like that's the joke people were making, right? Yeah, I feel like if you want to do a Pokemon, a new Pokemon Snap, it'd be a good mobile game. It's called Pokemon Go. It already exists. No, but it, make a Pokemon Snap for mobile. It'll be good. <laughs> make <laughs> it'll be good. Sorry, you were talking about Tetris or something. Yeah. Tetris ninety nine just sounds like a just sounds like a joke people had on Twitter and then Nintendo thought, hey, that's a good idea, let's do it. I think someone literally linked to a post on Reddit from eight months ago where they joked about oh, the weird. same concept, so there we go. Copyright, copyright, like see- obviously. <laughs> I'd like to see more of this that. stuff. Yeah, there we well, go. Uh, yeah, I wonder what more like experimental things they'll they'll do. It's 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 exciting. Should we do the rest of the direct? Since we started talking, yeah, about it. go on then. I mean, the other big. Oh, news... I know. What else have we been playing? I, I realize what we. That's it's what we're just, talking just about. Tetris I mean, Tetris ninety nine. I've I've just been. I've gone gone back and played more Breath of the Wild. Uh, that was all right, wasn't it? Wait, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, was that's right. a good game. Yeah, I've been good. I've been thinking about playing it again recently. Mm. It turns out I last saved it on like some barren beach where I, I yeah. was just walking along for a bit, and then I've kind of uh, tried to get back on track. Breath of the Wild was a game where. Every time I stop playing it, like before I play it again, I'd be like, it can't be that great, is it? Can it? You know, like I'd have memories of the last time I played it, like a, a day ago. And I'd be like, was it that good? Was I really having fun with it? And I'd get back in and be like, whoa, this is, whoa, this is amazing. This is just, it, 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 it felt like every time I logged into that game, logged in, started that game up, it was like experiencing it fresh all over again. Just the amount of discovery you could have in it. Oh, Breath of the Wild's great. What a good Zelda game. Mm. It's a game that makes me sad. I can no longer um, be off sick from school. I mean, I can be off sick from work, but I, I, I can't. <laughs> but it's the kind of game that you play when you're at school and you're, you're off sick for the day. And your mum's gone to work and then you're at yeah. home and then you're, you're just going to play some Zelda. My mum never suddenly... let me play video games when I was sick. She'd always be like, if you're well enough to play games, you're well enough to go to school. Oh yeah, so was, my mum was the same, and it was always uh, she, frustrating. She knew what I was. She knew what I was about, but also yeah. she had no problem with me just watching the X Files all day, which is what I. Yeah, did. it's a weird thing, isn't it? Like you're allowed to watch TV or something when you're sick, but you're not allowed to play video wouldn't games. Let, wouldn't, let, wouldn't let me eat crisps either when I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's fair. Uh, that I, I agree with her on that. that regard. <laughs> okay, Breath of is pretty good. What else have you been playing? I've also I've been playing a few things. Uh, I've been playing Devil May Cry Four. Is that the new one? No. Devil May Cry 4 came out quite a few years ago on the 360 originally, but it's also got a PC release. I've been playing it in anticipation for the new one because I played the demo for Devil May Cry 5 on PS4 and it's really freaking great. And so I was like, I never finished Devil May Cry 4. I should play that. And I'm playing it and it's good. I don't think it's aged 
it's it's certainly like it's of its time, like before before your bayonetters and before your like um, DMCs and your Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Yeah, whatever, because, because they made Devil May Cry four and then they rebooted the franchise with DMC. And DMC is a good game. Yeah, it's good. All the fanboys didn't like it because it was everyone. Everyone they were like, yeah, exactly. It's it anime different. bullshit, and it's always been anime bullshit. It's always been anime. Uh, Devil May Cry four opens with a like ten minute long cutscene of some woman singing in a church, like opera style. And then outside, Nero, who's the main character in this mm. game, is running to the church, but killing demons at the same time mm. in slow motion to the music. Like the most anime stuff ever. It's, it's so uh, good. It's Devil May Cry 4, the one with the line, um, I should have been the one to fill your dark soul with light. I don't know. That, it's that's in that. one of the Devil May Cry games. I imagine that's two, because two's oh. like a rubbish one. But... Um, <laughs> But no, it's 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 definitely of its time. It's not like got the same fluidity as some of the more modern action games have, like Bayonetta and stuff. But it's fun. It's 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 an enjoyable experience. I'm about five hours in, and I'm liking it quite a bit. And it's making me excited for Devil May Cry Five next month. I've been playing anything else. Um, I played a bit more Wargroove. Yeah, how was it? so I I play a bit more. I'm on like at three now. Uh, we played online actually. Online together. was fun. Online uh, and, uh, and looking into like some of the options you have to create your own maps and stuff was oh, really cool. Yeah. yeah, so there there is an entire not just a map editor. There's a in campaign editor, so you can create a series of linked missions. You can make your own cutscenes. You can yeah. um you can create like some simple programming as well, so you can have like locations open up on the map as you go. So basically, anything that you experience during the you, main you campaign, make it. you can and do your own version of. I assume on which is P- cool. I assume on PC you can make your own sprites as well, or but on obviously on Switch you can't. I don't think. Maybe I don't. I don't. I don't know if you can create your own sprites on either any of them. I mean, I'm sure you could. You just have to like rearrange some files on PC. Oh yeah, I suppose you could mod it to make your own yeah. sprites. Sure, yeah, yeah. But that's that's pretty cool. Wargroove is a good strategy game, and yet. The story, I think, is the story is where it lacks. Like, it's such a. I don't really know what's happening. Not in that it's <laughs> complex, just in that uh, yeah. I don't think much is happening, okay. and so I feel less inclined to keep. It, it doesn't have that isn't push. It's just like that a drive. traditional, like um, a traditional kind of strategy uh, game story where it's you you're going around locations and you get into misunderstandings with people, and therefore you must have a fight to sort it out. Yeah, and it's just a bit. None of the characters. I mean, the the character designs are quite cool, but none of the character. All the characters, like the enemies, all tend to sound quite similar yeah. and act quite similar. Okay. It's just a bit. So the strategy battles themselves, when I get into it, is fun. You know, that's all good, but it just doesn't have that drive behind it that I quite like. To so have those things. So we played online, and the same things I said before are like true. It's a game that encourages you to play very defensively. And I think what we found, you won because I made a mistake and put my hero in like a dumb position, and she died that's okay but like the main thing is like you both play very defensively the game kind of i think comes down to like the order you build things in weirdly enough because like if if you're both following like this optimal strategy you kind of meet in the middle and like stalemate i was more aggressive for most of it i kind of push you back but then uh apart from a mistake i made i think i had you on the ropes it's, yeah, definitely. It's, it's been most of the match with you having me against. It's very, like, it's very much like you. It's a you wait for momentum to carry you forward, and you have to like, yeah. It's um, the weight of your total forces. 
kind of pushing people. Yeah, absolutely. It's it or just you making the odd wrong move or whatever. If yeah. you hadn't made like that wrong move, I think it would have gone on even longer. Yeah. And it was fun. So, it, I definitely enjoyed yeah. it. It lasted a while. I'd like to do some more with you. But I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed the main campaign. Mm. Weren't we talking about the direct? No, we're talking about what we're playing and then we were gonna talk about the direct because uh, yeah. That's we start with Tetris. 99. No, but I talked so, yeah. about. Um, no, you interrupted me. No, no all right. Look, yeah. look, look. Nintendo <laughs> only, only only gone and bloody done it. They're making. They're remaking. Uh, Link's Awakening. Oh, you want to go straight oh, into the, no, the, it's the end best, of the it's direct? The best bit. It's exactly what I want. They. You want to go into the best bit of the direct? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Screw it. Yeah, okay. So here. Nintendo Direct this uh, last <laughs> week, they announced a bunch of shit, but the special thing, ending thing they ended on was a remake of Link's Awakening. Yeah, with new like cartoony graphics, but new, really like gorgeous looking, thematically appropriate graphics. It is exactly what I said I wanted. I wanted I, a is. few podcasts ago I said I was like, I really hope this kind of 2D Zelda kind of development still happens, so they still make it. And they are, it's happening. I'm I can only hope either that they do remakes of the other Game Boy Color Zelda games because I really love those, or this is like a test ground and then after this does well, which let's face it, it is gonna do that yeah uh, they'll make like some originals as well yeah i was really excited by this i got i gasped and i cheered not you know in, mm. internally um but it, yeah i'm very excited about this it looks incredible i played Link's awakening for the first time i think three years ago two years ago something like that but yeah that's a good game and it's quite exciting it's been given a breath of fresh air what i would have preferred if I'm going to say what I prefer, is they've done a Link Between Worlds type thing, where they've done a sequel to Link's mm. Awakening within the same world. That would world. have been interesting, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it's, it's still good. I mean, Link's Awakening is sort of the a forgotten Zelda. It's like... The Game Boy ones are very good. Game Boy. But yeah. yeah. Uh, while we're at it, Nintendo, put some Game Boy games on your online service. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> just push the button put it on you definitely I'm not sure can what, I'm not sure what they do in terms of emulators for that you definitely can mm. alright uh, uh, Mario Maker 2 I'm well up for yeah I'm excited about that Link's a, can we just go back to Link's Awakening yeah. in a second there's a lot of some people don't like the art style why not because they're idiots I guess <laughs> I mean have you seen the actual like justification for why people don't like it or do they just uh, I, d- I think they don't. It doesn't look enough like Link's Awakening did. Like it's meant to be like a 3D version of what those sprites it's were. A, it's like a cutesy like thing. It's like thematically. Appropriate. Yeah, I know. But I think people wanted it to be more like the cutscenes. You know, like the opening bit where he's on the boat. Hmm. They wanted a game in that style. Uh, I'm Awakening not sure about world. that. They wanted darkness. They wanted <laughs> adult Link. Ooh, they well, wanted to see blood. I was thinking when when that trailer started, is it going to be in like really modern, like third person style? Thankfully, it's not. I was, I yeah, I was seeing it when, when we saw like we saw him on the boat, and then we saw the island and things. I was thinking, are they going to do like a breath? They're going to use the breath of the wild engine, yeah, exactly, and just do Link's Awakening there, which could work as well. Like you know, it's it certainly could work, but I'm I'm glad they're not. Uh, it would be a it lot more work for them. Yeah, it would. Or would it? Would it be a Majora's Mask type situation where they just reused all the assets? Um, maybe. I think people would tell. Like, if you want to create like, because we like the place in that game is very like special. I think if you want yeah, to create like a proper environment for it, 
I, I yeah. would feel a bit, if they were like, we're just reusing most of Breath of Wild assets, I wouldn't be, I'd be a lot less happy then. It's like a nice top-down, and the gameplay is designed in like a top-down way as well. Yeah, exactly. So. If they wanted to reuse all of Breath of the Wild's assets, I could see like a Breath of the Wild expansion or a Breath of the Wild yeah. 2. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. But um, but Link's Awakening, no, this, this, looks, this looks really good. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Mario Maker 2. Yeah, it's going to be well good. I'm in, looking yeah, forward to it. Uh, I really enjoyed Mario Maker, the first one. Mario Maker 1, you might call it. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> this is something you can do slopes now. It's pretty okay, good. Like a yeah. Super Mario World, you can have slopes to... to to I, go down are, are there going to be any more I've, I didn't actually watch the trailer I actually came started, oh. I didn't get onto the direct bef- until after that trailer aired but are there going to be any more like art styles or is it the same like um, so uh, it's there's still the Mario Brothers yeah. Mario Brothers 3 Mario World and New Super Mario yeah. Brothers art styles but they're bringing in new stuff so you can get the Angry Sun now from Mario okay. Brothers 3 um, they've, they're introducing some Super Mario 3D World stuff hmm where you can get like the cat suits, you can run up trees okay, and stuff, cool. you can get like bell trees. So they're introducing elements that weren't in the 2D games at all from like the 3D mm. games, but into 2D, which is quite exciting. You could do slopes now. So in the original Mario Maker, you couldn't do slopes. Uh, you can do lots more things. I think you could do proper scrolling levels, like you could change which which direction the cameras mm. go. Like you could set up you could set it up so that like you the camera will go one way and you get to a certain point that it'll change direction. Like, like you can have some more verticality to your levels, which you couldn't before. Um, so you could have a level just going upwards if you wanted to, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Some good, some good stuff there. It's um, it's exciting. It looks, it looks like what you'd want from a Mario, a new Mario Maker. I'm just wondering how it's going to work. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you have like menus and stuff. It'll be good. But I mean, like with the Switch, you had the mm. gamepad where you could just tap on it and make it. You mean with Wii U? Yeah. Wii U, yeah, you had the game, but we could just make it all from there. Switch has to work docked and undocked. True, yeah. I think, obviously, Joy-Cons, you, you can use a touchscreen, probably. But, yeah, I think it will be... Um, I don't know. I think you can make it work with Joy-Cons. It'll just be slightly... A bit more fiddly. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I trust. I can trust. Yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't... Like, they, they didn't have to do a Mario Maker 2. Yeah. You know? Sure, Nintendo tend to be the sort of people who, if they're going to make a new version of something... They tend to have an idea about how they're going to do it. You know, it's very it's very rare you get an Nintendo game that controls mm. badly. Yeah, apart from the Star very Fox. Least. Star Fox, Star Fox apart Legends, from Star Fox for Wii U. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and the other game I want to talk about was Fire Emblem. Look, I like a Fire Emblem game, but the plot of the new one has kind of killed my interest. No, it looks so good. <laughs> You're a teacher. What are you about? You're a teacher and anime yeah. fight school, and you must choose. Yeah. You must choose your waifu who you will train. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's that's weird. But everything else is like it's fucking it's fucking My Hero Academia mixed with Fire Emblem. There's that, there's that screenshot I've seen of someone being like, as people being like, I have to go and take my brigand exam, and then they yeah. they picture a bunch of books. Hang what, on, what? reading a book about how to steal things from people. What what do you like about this? Oh god, you can you're training people to go out and be mercenaries. It's mercenary school. It's so stupid. It's so cool. <laughs> It's oh, rad as hell. And it's, called three, and it's called Three Houses because there's three houses at the school yeah, you can be part yeah, of. I, um, yeah, it's anime Hogwarts fight school. Yeah! <laughs> that's like the best thing. No, I'm not. I'm not. What, so what's wrong with you? I just, uh, I think. <laughs> is this what Fire Emblem is now? 
This is what Fire Emblem's always been. I feel like, the, I, I, I feel I like, like the last few games have really taken a deep dive into I like uh, that they're taking it in a new bullshit. direction. Fire Emblem so far has always been you're part of a royal lineage. You must go around the world and protect your royal lineage to get the Fire Emblem to stop the evil from spreading around the world. And now they're like, okay, what if you're a band of mercenaries and you're part of a school of mercenaries and it's cool as hell, you can go to class and you can, you can, <laughs> you can have high school drama. Um, what if Hector falls out with... Hendrick because he made out with Hendrick's girlfriend you know how would that impact the battlefield well, well only time will tell I'll look forward to that <laughs> I don't I can't believe you don't like this <laughs> I'm genuinely shocked I thought it was like, funny <laughs> it is funny and I think that's the coolest shit oh I will probably play it I'm sure it'll be fun <laughs> it is gonna be the best game of a mate okay um, you've heard it here first. Yeah. I am I am genuinely shocked with how much anime you've been watching and we've both been watching and things that this does not immediately appeal to you. <laughs> I guess like a bit more of a grand theme than teacher at school. You know, well, maybe there will be. We've only seen maybe, like the okay. premise, you know. <laughs> Go play the other Fire Emblem games. There's your grand <laughs> theme. It's like a hundred of them. They're all exactly the same. At least this is different. Okay. It, how, how his hmm. you know in Dragon Ball Z yeah <laughs> we've got Dragon Ball talk uh, where in the Boo saga Gohan goes to school and it's like the really weird yeah. section where you get a high school drama the Satan City but High School yeah but actually it's quite cool like it's a really, really weird thing Was you're like oh this is this is great yeah that's what this is. If there was a Dragon Ball game, but the plot was you are teacher at Dragon Ball Fight School and you must Fuck pitch yeah. your waifu to her. Fuck yeah. Uh, Give me that. All right. You'd, what, pl- you'd play it. You'd love it. What other games were in the direct? Um, they sh- they released a demo for Damon X Machina. Oh, I've got that downloaded. I've not played it. I, it's real good. All right. That's also some great oh, anime, anime bullshit. Cop. Anime Cop. Anime oh, going to be good. Anime Cop. The new Platinum game. It's uh, it's called... What's it called? Oh, I've forgotten the name of it. Um... Uh, Disgruntled. Um, I'm googling anime cops. Switch. <laughs> uh, top ten police anime. No, that's not helpful. Okay, what was it? Oh shit, what's it called? Inten- I'm gonna search Nintendo Direct. It's called like anyway, di- disgraced or pla- disgruntled or disturbed or by- something. No, what? No, it's not. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is a new a new platinum game. The makers of Bayonetta for Switch exclusively about anime cops and they're linked together, I guess. And they can summon robot dogs and do it. Just looks you've got all your cool combo action, it looks great. Yeah, I'm up for it. Anime cops are brilliant. A gap, (laughs) okay? So, um, basically, there's a lot of good games coming, but not much until summer. Okay, uh, that's pretty much what I can remember from a direct. Anything else happened? You had the Yoshi's Woolly World demo Whatever. got released. I didn't. I didn't download that. I'm not interested in Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, I'm going. I'm getting up a, an article with all the with all the news on it, just in case there's anything we've missed. Although it couldn't have been that good if we. If we it, it was now like two weeks ago, so we're not exactly like on the hot button um, of this topic. <laughs> it's more people th- want to hear about it. 
Uh, Astral Chain is the name of that Platinum Games thing. Yeah, that's what I said. You said you said like ang- anger world, anger world, Dis- disgraced uh, anger, <laughs> disgraced anger, <laughs> anger land, anime cops. Yeah, uh, box boy. Um, I've heard those are good. I've not played it. Box boy and box girl, so co-op one. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders two. They showed oh, off. Oh, Dragon Quest Eleven's um, going to happen. On they Switch, showed off Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, which I will that seems buy. to have come across quite well. Yeah, I'll buy it when it comes out on Switch. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is coming to Nintendo oh, Switch. Oh, that's another thing. I remarked to you when we were watching it. The announcer they got, if you've seen the Nintendo Direct, they got an announcer who does them all, uh, these the ones of recent years. And I've got a few <laughs> questions. This guy, he says, he says all this stuff from like these games in like a very like straight voice and like with the same level of enthusiasm i want to know is this guy into games or d- does he have any idea what he's saying or does he just get the script <laughs> just reading a script but also he maintains the same like positive like kind of dude voice throughout it so in the um the, the hellblade announcement he was like and this game is made with real doctors and real people who who experience psychosis <laughs> like <laughs> they're really enthusiastic he, like, yeah, yeah he, he didn't like who's with me yeah psycho- psychosis yeah he didn't um he maintained the same level of like isn't this cool throughout like maybe a bit more somber there jerry Disney Sumsum for Nintendo Switch. My wife left me. <laughs> My kids do not want to see me. And Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. And he'll say things like, um, he'll just say, oh, the, what was that game? Rune Blade or Rune... Um, Rune Factory. Rune Factory. And he's like, and fall in love or not. <laughs> or something like that. Hey, Karen. <laughs> bring the kids back. But he just says, well, I want to know if he knows what you're saying or if this is just like a job. And he, um, <laughs> it's just like a he gets one like time record. He gets like, oh, J- Jerry, another Nintendo script for you. Oh, all right, fine. What is, I, he, knocks, he knocks them all out in one take. When, he, when he's not, yeah, when he's not doing the announcement, he's got like a smoker's voice. He's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> fine, let me just get my, uh, get, get, get my. And in this latest Nintendo Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's just definitely true. Definitely. <laughs> I'm sick of these damn Nintendo fools. Whew, right. Um, so, yeah, I'll maybe play Hellblade, but... Uh, nah, I didn't play when it was out on PS4 or PC, so we'll I'm have a look. not going to play uh, There's not much um, coming out till summer, is my kind of headline. It was a definitely a coming in summer direct, which, but that's going to be a heck of a summer. Mm. I'm glad I don't have to go outside. Yeah, it'll be that's good. my that's my summer joke. Yeah, it'll be nice. Could please laugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Give us but some with news. The Switch, Give us you some can news. Go Callum. outside. Give us some news. Some news. Okay. Well, that was that was a big load of news. We're forty-five minutes into it. I'm yeah, Callum, by I the know. way, I'm, and oh, this is Scott. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is the Nerd Under Geek this podcast. Is kind of. A, we're, I think we're both a bit off of this episode. I love it. In the last uh, last episode, we were dry as heck, just going through news and just talking seriously. And this one, I'm just but sort still of like, funny. Screw it. Always funny. <laughs> always please always please charismatic. Love. Always. Like, but yeah. <laughs> Did you see this Fortnite festival thing? Oh yeah, it was good. Um, in <laughs> in Nottingham. Oh, was it Norwich? Uh, Not Norwich. A, Norwich. Some, and it wasn't Epic. It was some third-party company. They didn't even have permission to use a Fortnite branding, but <laughs> they they had a real-life Fortnite festival, uh, which um, turned out to be a disaster. Let me read you the article from the Guardian. 
Hundreds of people have demanded refunds after a Fortnite computer game themed festival was branded as shambles. The two day Fortnite live events at Norfolk Showground near Norwich had visitors queuing for hours to enter the site and collect wristbands on Saturday. Attendees complained that the attractions were underwhelming and understaffed. Visitors said that there were not enough activities for the estimated 2,800 people who turned up. There was only space for four children to practice archery at the same time, (laughs) and just one climbing wall tower with room for three climbers. <laughs> Fortnite Battle Royale, a free online video game popular with children, allows, allows up to 100 characters to fight for survival. What's happening with my speech here? Not, not even, to- not even 100 people could play at once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> allows up to 100 characters to fight for survival on a dystopian island. Uh, tickets for the theme festival cost from 12 pounds, and wristbands for unlimited access were an extra 20 pounds. So that's 32 pounds mm. there. It should have been a fun day out, but the whole event was a shambles. My kids spent most of the day in queues. Fortnite is all about hunting people down and killing them. I felt like doing that to the people who organised it, <laughs> said one woman. Oh, not quite fire festival, but close. <laughs> Just what the hell? There was also um, a cave experience that was a trailer no bigger than a car with a tunnel through it. <laughs> Uh, the company that, that did this have now been sued by Epic, and because of that, they've gone bankrupt. Yeah, you'd imagine so, wouldn't you? Just immediately overnight, they've just been... So, like, what was... They, they, they said in a statement, yeah. um, a lot of people really enjoyed it, we had a lot of exciting plans coming up, but now these have been destroyed because but, of this. <laughs> what was Fortnite about it, though? Uh, it was themed as Fortnite. Themed, okay. But it there wasn't, like, a hundred person, like paintball match or anything it was like no you had just had had four kids learning archery you had a climbing wall like they're climbing in Fortnite, and the cave cave adventure i like that we had exciting plans but just because we used the like branding of this game (laughs) that we have nothing to do with and we don't own or didn't invent (laughs) suddenly we're the bad guys (laughs) (laughs) we also got told off for shushing people at the cinema (laughs) I bet, I bet, um, they in their minds, it was probably some like young person who was like entrepreneur who was like, "Look, it's going to be ri- when Epic sees how g- how big this is, how they're going to want to partner with us. Better yeah. to to beg forgiveness and ask permission, right? So yeah, what we get, we'll put it on is we're really good, and then yeah, then then we'll definitely give us like a free pass. But it didn't. So Sean Lord, the owner of Exciting Events, which organised the festival, Exciting Events said there were problems with queues because eight of his 19 staff had not turned up. Nice. <laughs> and now he's bankrupt. Oh, it's 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 excellent. You know that bit in The Simpsons where Homer gets a trampoline and decides yeah. he's going to turn his back garden into an amusement park? And like he's got that tyre that tire cave, yeah. and it's all just terrible. That's what this is. But this remind, If we're talking about sitcoms, you know that episode of The Office where Dwight uh, invents Hay Place? Yes, that's what, uh, and, and it's just a massive ripper, like full of extra surcharges, and it's a big hammer. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Absolutely, just oh, what were they thinking? Uh, Two thousand eight hundred people probably thinking it'd be a quick cash grab. Four places for archery for two thousand eight hundred people. Yep, 
Yeah, Apparently very, there was also a room you could play Fortnite in, like right. with a load of computers set up. But, but it, but cost, it cost you money to play a game <laughs> where it's free to play at home. <laughs> uh, I, I think it, is, uh, it looks to me like he was looking to make a quick buck out of parents, who probably during half term, it was half term uh, in Britain, at least in England and Wales this week, uh, who um, probably needed somewhere yeah. to take their kids. And yeah, it looks like he was looking to make a, a quick buck. But he's bankrupt <sighs> now, so... Oh, it's a company is. I imagine he's gone, gone on to some other enterprise. Probably. He's like that, probably like that fire Festival guy. Yeah, exactly. What, did you watch the documentary? I've seen, I've seen the Netflix uh, documentary, yeah, Fire. Good as hell. Yeah, yeah, it's a real, I mean, real insight. All, all he needs to do with this is not put it on his CV, and he's fine. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe just I'm, do it. See, being a CEO, being a director. Yeah, um, yeah. exciting being events. CEO of exciting events. Don't Google them. He's put put on an event with thousands of people in attendance. That is true. Don't Google That's them. Actually, correct. <laughs> uh, I can just imagine seeing someone's CV, and next to every employer, it just he's put in brackets. Don't Google them. <laughs> now bankrupt <laughs> um, it's not unusual though Scott uh, yeah. that's my segue yeah. into, the ne- into the next story which is oh, because Alfonso no Alfonso oh, no. Riviera oh, yeah, the, uh, the Carlton, uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince uh, his, his litigation crumbles because he's been refused copyright for the Carlton Dance. Ah, uh, that's interesting. We talked about this a few podcasts ago. It's an interesting precedent then that was set. Yeah, so he tried to sue Epic Games because they used the Carlton Dance in Fortnite, but he sued them before he owned the copyright for the dance. He's then filed for the copyright for the dance and been told no, okay. because it's just a simple movement. Okay, that's the thing. He's... Um... Okay, that's interesting. So they, they, they said it's, it's the only dolls. three. It's only three simple moves, and because of that, it can't constitute as a choreographed like okay. actual. That's actual inter- dance. That's interesting. Yeah. So he's um. That's that that that's probably going to settle up of court. Or not even that. They would just be told yeah. I mean, to he can't. Away. He doesn't yeah. own it now, so they can't really litigate. No, so what's he going to do? Yep. That's uh. That's um. Yeah, an interesting legal precedent then. Yeah. So there you go. Do the cart and dance all you want. And uh, you can even create a 3D animation of that dance and sell it for profit. You can do. Or a 2D animation. Don't let me stop you. Any kind of there's animation. Floss- there's flossing in the Lego movie. Yeah. Why, so, why not? You know. You could dab if you want to. No one can legally stop you. That, that's no. the world we're in. <laughs> you could sell your dab for money. You can create a picture of a dab and you can sell that picture. Um, yeah, all that you like. Do it. I'd say, I'd say do it. Speaking of <laughs> things being sold, <laughs> sorry, PlayStation Vita. <laughs> no, I was thinking, <laughs> I, I had in my, my my head a voice of a, a primary school teacher saying, Why not write a story about a man who does a dab? <laughs> <laughs> why does he why does he do that dab where does he come from I don't know why that came to mind that's good <laughs> there's a teacher trying to be like down with the kids yeah. <laughs> flossing's great kids but you know what's actually great actually flossing <laughs> hi I'm Danny the dentist do you think <laughs> nowadays do you think they still have... You know when we were in primary school, you get those like weird like 
vans come to your school and um yeah but they'd be like it'd be a traveling like educational exhibit so you'd do, do you remember that like yeah you got like harold the giraffe Harold the giraffe i remember Harold the giraffe do you remember that creepy animation about the alien planet when no one had any imagination yeah, yes. so creepy. And there was a. But in, in, in this woman would drive this van around. But, but, she'd bring Harold the giraffe, and I think she lived in it. Um, and she'd just <laughs> drive it to your school and just teach you some stuff about the human body and giraffes. Is that stuff? You, That's all, that was my takeaway. You got in a van, and a woman taught you about your changing body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> British primary school. Yeah, okay, but you know, do you, does that still is there still a market for these? I tell you what, with education cuts, it's probably the same van. <laughs> probably Harold the giraffe's getting on a bit I uh, haven't got money to repair him <laughs> his eyes are falling out yeah some real Five Nights at Freddy's shit which makes it more relatable now to the kids because they love they love Five, love Nights, at Five Nights at Freddy's is <laughs> that your joke? I, I, made, joke? I made no I made that up on the spot <laughs> alright what, what were you saying? something about speaking of selling game, things yeah <laughs> PlayStation Vita production is ending. Oh! The real story yeah. here is that I didn't realise it was still going. Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's finally ending in Japan, cares? basically. Okay. They're gonna not they're not going to make any more PlayStation Vita, so if you wanted to buy one... Now's uh, your chance, you your chance. The, the answer is you didn't, because you would have bought it ages oh, ago. Oh, you remember... They... We mentioned our friend Ryan on the last podcast. <laughs> you know Ryan bought a Vita... Like he at did. launch for his birthday, he got it, for, yeah. and I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> like he was really excited to get that Vita. To be fair, he, the Vita should have been good. He couldn't have known. He couldn't have known in two thousand and whatever twelve that uh, it was going to be. Other bad. than it being overly expensive for what it was, and charging you extra for the memory cards for it. Yeah, Sony um, has always been about their weird propriety memory systems, but. Really, I think we both agreed, uh, you and I have been long agreed, that the real sign that the Vita would be shit was um, E3 2013. It's the first E3 that since Sony has brought out this new console, they didn't mention it once. No, they barely mentioned they, it. They didn't it was... acknowledge it existed. Yeah, it was, it was really, really bad. Um, there, were, there were a number of times where I wanted a Vita. Yeah, I've, I've um, considered getting a Vita. and Because, okay, here's the thing. About the Vita. The Vita, I mean, until the Switch came out. But obviously, the Vita, for its generation, is a really impressive bit of kit. Um, yeah. And also, there are some good games on Vita. But it's been the case for the last five years that um, the Vita software library is what it is. It's not, it's yeah. not going to change. There's, not gonna, it's... there's nothing new coming out. So it's kind of, you have to think about, are the existing games enough? And probably not anymore. It's, it's such a shame because it's if they they wanted to make console like experiences on the go, they were slightly right? behind Which, the time. There's no, to vote ahead of the times, they were just ahead of the curve. But I'm not sure if that's necessarily what the Switch even offers because obviously you can take your console like experiences on the go with the Switch, but it's also a home console as well. Yeah. You don't have to yeah, play it. Just they, they wanted, but they wanted to do because they obviously they've had the PS4 Vita like cross platform for ages. They wanted yeah. to do the same thing. They just, it was slightly too ahead. You had to buy two separate consoles, which isn't, you know, a good proposition. It was just slightly too far ahead of its time. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, also, and the games they released for it didn't really adapt the, the, to the 3DS. Yeah, the 3DS just out eclipsed it because it had a larger yeah. install base and it was cheaper to develop software for it. 
And it was good. Yeah, and it was good. <laughs> oh, well. Goodbye, PlayStation Vita. You'll be missed. Um, also, Nintendo made aggressive price cuts from the... 3DS didn't perform well initially. They were willing to like go the extra mile. Sony should have done that. Yes. I mean, they would have lost money, like a lot of money, but, because that was but, expensive but, kit. But also, there's, but, there's Sony they can afford. Probably. Can they? Probably. They're massive. If, I uh, thought recently only the gaming division was making any money. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Sony... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, as a whole, as a whole maybe doing great, right? Well, 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 I don't know. I'll, I, I'll, I haven't we'll really see. looked into it. All right, what else have we got, Callum? Um, trying to think of how I could segue into this one. Hang on. Wait, is it more news? It's more news. Uh, it's a shame that the Vita could never reach the scale it wanted to. Speaking of scales, scale bound. Oh yeah, was a this game is going to be good. <laughs> for the Xbox One being made by Platinum Games, uh, which got cancelled about, what was it, two, three years ago? It was like a bunch of cancellations that Microsoft had, and it was it was announced at the same time as Crackdown 3, and being made by Platinum Games, but then Microsoft cancelled as it wasn't to the standard they were expecting, which, when you look at Crackdown 3, you've got to wonder what was the standard they wanted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Basically, it's a it's a game about a a cool anime dude who has a dragon arm and also a dragon friend, and he calls the dragon friend into battle while he does cool bayonetta like action. But also before every battle, he puts on headphones and listens to some drum and bass or dubstep or something. So real cool style, real cool attitude to it all, and also it was designed to be like a co op experience where you you would play with three other friends, and it was the game that I was... One of the games I've been most excited for for a long time. It would have been my Xbox buying game, as in like I would have bought the console to play Scalebound. Such was my excitement for this game and the look and everything. But then it was cancelled, and I don't think I've ever been as disappointed in a cancellation in a game as I was with that. But there's a rumour, and it, it comes from a couple of sources, one of them being Imran Khan at Game Informer, that Nintendo's going to be resurrecting a game that was thought dead that's what he said on like the, the kind of funny podcast last week the same time there was another Aruba from Nint- a Nintendo fan site which said that they believe this game to be scale bound that Nintendo's paid or basically paid Microsoft to te- get ownership of the IP rights and they're getting Platinum to make it for the Switch Nintendo Platinum, of course, being in cahoots at the moment because they've got Bayonetta 3 coming out. They've got that Astral yeah, Chains game coming I, I really out. Like Nintendo this, and Platinum uh, have a good relationship. I really like this move towards Platinum, basically becoming kind of a second-party developer for Nintendo. Yeah, and they're still making games elsewhere, you know, but, but they Nintendo's seem to have a really good relationship with Nintendo. To make games, yeah. to publish their games. Platinum games don't usually sell that well, but they're always... Well, not always, high but... high quality. But mostly, most of the time, they're really good action games. It's a like net, Platinum know how to make an action It's definitely a net positive to have them on your console and not other people's consoles. Definitely. They're, they're probably my favourite developers at the moment. Like They made Nier Automata, like mm-hmm. their game of the year for 2017. They're just great. Um, so, yeah, they're, this, they're is, this, games, is, this is exciting. They, they've this got is passionate true. fan bases. If Nintendo are making this and bringing it back to life, then I'm I'm so happy as the happiest I can ever be. Speaking of bringing things back to life, do you mind if we do one piece of non-video game news? 
Go on then. You linked this to me a few days ago. Uh, CBS is bringing back the Twilight Zone. Yeah, they are. Okay, look, I, I'm a big fan of Twilight Zone. I, I, I like the old TV in general, but I'm a big fan of those horror, sci-fi, anthology shows. Twilight Zone, new Twilight Zone, Tales from the Dark Side, amazing stories. All the big, all the 50s ones, uh, 60s ones, and like the 80s revival as well, I really like. So look, they're bringing back Twilight Zone, probably because in part it's a recognisable brand and they need it for their online streaming service, which is kind of failing. Uh, and yep. also because Black Mirror's done really well and... Probably, yeah, yeah, Black Mirror has sort of taken up that mantle yeah. and recently been a bit less good, but it has sort of taken up that anthology mantle. So I suppose it makes sense to bring... Like, clearly the audience is there for something like Twilight. Yeah, Zone. look, I, I guess I, I just want to get on my soapbox and just say, uh, because they tried to revive the Twilight Zone, if you remember, when they had Division of Paramount in 2002. Ah, well, there you go. Well, I don't remember that. If you were paying attention, listener, <laughs> you were... When I was... I don't know, how old was I then? too young well my passion for old tv was still burning strong even i always had the historian's <laughs> instinct to like old when you things. were 10 yeah exactly look 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 here here's a major thing this can work but cbs i need to talk to you directly you need to acknowledge <laughs> that the twilight zone is a niche program just like platinum games or niche games you see it's all connected look okay, the okay. Twilight Zone. i like because it because the major stumbling block that cbs has always had with revivals like this is they want the twilight they want the twilight zone to be a big prime time really like successful show and it's not that this kind of sci-fi yeah. anthology is has a niche but passionate audience and you need to market that correctly so it's not going to pull in massive numbers but it will pull in consistent and dedicated numbers do it right cbs well, it's, it's not that hard it's being made by jordan peele <laughs> Meanwhile, Nintendo put the Twilight Zone on your uh, <laughs> online platform. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just put it I on. I don't know why this has become a recurring joke. Get some SNES podcast. game. Get some SNES games while you're on there. <sighs> yeah, look, I don't know who Jordan Peele is. What do he do? He made um, he made that Get Out film. Oh no, okay, so he's good. Like, he's he's made some good things. I I, yeah, I made know some Get good Out. Stuff. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I don't remember your name, Jordan. Uh, but <laughs> and it's got Adam Scott in one of the episodes. Okay, well, who, what did Adam Scott do? He was Ben Wyatt in Parks uh, and Recreation. Okay, sure. Look, it, he's, a big, think he's a big old it, geek. It can be good. You just got to play it right. You can't expect it to be a, a massive show. Just expect it to be popular within the, its fan base. Yeah. And it'll be good. That's that's all I want to say about The Twilight Zone. Okay, well, that's, that's that's good to get your opinions on that. <laughs> just, just wanted, um, it's, my, it's part of my podcast, half my podcast. I get to say, I get podcast, to say something. Exactly. Yeah. You, get to, you get to say It's called thing. Nerd and or Geek. It's any, uh, Twilight Zone's a nerd <laughs> thing. To be fair, I did I did originally start that to be not specifically just video games, yeah. but to be like pop culture right. in general, but then uh, Who knows? all I tend to do is video games anyway, <laughs> so it's going to be mostly video games. Um, speaking of video games, yeah, <laughs> uh, you see about the Pokemon Go thing. What? So in Pokemon Go, they're releasing an item that lets you change your team color. Okay. Interesting. Which I don't like. Bit like when World of Warcraft let you change factions. Exactly. It's not the, yeah, it's, it's exactly you're, like you're that. You're breaking a bit of a game that was permanent, and now... Yeah, it, it's, it, it's your... It feel, I, I, know, I get it's a convenience thing, but it means less now to make a decision. Yeah, I get that you picked your team like really early on, like level five. That's like maybe an hour in at most. Um but that you became, from my experience of Pokemon Go, 
you felt part of a community. You felt part of your mm. team, you know. Like, when your team weren't winning the area, you'd see other colours and be like, oh, those damn reds or those damn yellows or whatever, because I was, I was blue, the, the best team. Um, and you'd feel part of that community. And I think if you can change that to just be on whichever team is winning in your area, then that's... Yeah. Know, it, felt, it destroys that a little bit. Uh, not that I'm still massively playing Pokemon Go, I'm not. But just, I think, no. yeah, it's... Uh, it's kind of it break it removes something from a game that was there in in the name and player convenience. I get it. I just feel like it feels a bit like something is lost when you make it so yeah. easy to change. I completely agree. It's 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 a shame. You can only do it once a year. Okay, but even so, but even just having it once seems to be like it's going to completely unbalance the teams because surely everyone's just going to flock off of yellow, which is like the underdog team. I'm, to be on I'm one really of the other surprised. Two are they hiding it behind some sort of microtransaction? Yes. Okay. But that's still, the thing as well. Still like, only once a year. Yeah. Once okay, a year, weird. which is which is yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, I don't really like it. I think if they're going to do it to, in in terms of balance, maybe they should just kick everyone off the team and just get you to reselect it once, and then you can pay to select it again in a year's time. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, maybe. But yeah, is this... Um, I mean, none of us are really big into Pokemon Go anymore, but still. I, pl- I jump in occasionally. Jump in occasionally. I've, I've got it installed on my phone. Okay. But yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a strange case. Yeah, it's... It seems like... A, well, it's a money-grabbing thing, obviously, but... You know, it's it's, it's a shame. Well, what be, what else have we got? That's that's it for news. Okay. Well, what's uh, and now which which now means we, we come section, to our final we? part of the podcast, our news section. Originally, I started this podcast not to talk about news and stuff, just to have it like a specific yeah, topic each week to talk about. And then we sort of just fell into so, what news stories were interested us. So we've us. got a question of the week. Question of the week, Callum. Who sent in this question? In me, I've. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I look, please don't send in your questions. But this is. I, look, I thought it'd be Callum, fun to have I'm a question is, each week. You hear a question of the week. I kind of, in my mind, expect someone to have sent it in. So can we can we <laughs> pretend that someone has sent it in? This comes from, from Ben in Carshalton <laughs> Beaches, age twelve. <laughs> What's Ben got for us, Callum? He says, "Dear nerd, Animal geek." <laughs> With the recent release of Tetris 99 and Apex Legends showing there is still lots of life and surprises to be had in the Battle Royale genre, which game would you like to see get a Battle Royale version of it? How would the mechanics work? How many players? On top of this, what would be your ideal Battle Royale game? Thank you. Bye. Uh, thanks, Ben. That was very nice. So, uh, yeah, what what would be your ideal <laughs> Battle Royale? Right, what so, franchise would you like to see a Battle Royale for and so, how would it work? So my first thought, my first thought was... Um, I'll, I'll pitch you one just straight off. Um, Lego Battle Royale makes okay. a lot of sense, right? There's you've already got the building element that's so popular in Fortnite, but you can get sure. even more crazy with it. There's you can like you can like cust- maybe have a mode where you can like make blueprints, like a separate mode okay. where you can like design like models out of bricks, and then you can build those, and like maybe you can build like a car or obviously like a gun or like whatever. Yeah. And those just like basically you can build like all sorts Actually, of things. Be, being able to craft your own gun would be pretty would be cool. Really like, you're, cool. You're full on a, you're, you, you haven't got a decent weapon, but you've got the materials to but make you could one. Get so materials, yeah, destructible okay. environment. I feel like and then you're all, it's like cartoony, you're all dropped into like a Lego world. You can have all sorts of different Lego worlds. Wouldn't that be yeah. that be a good could, a good battle royale? You could do different experience? maps based on different franchises yeah. and things, and then they'd have their own 
they could like a Star Wars map, like a, a Star Wars Lego Lego Star Wars exactly. Battle Realm. It would be pretty possi- cool. Like, yeah, that's... like real life Lego, the possibilities are basically endless. Like you have maps. I'm into you it. You have like a character. Or you can sell different character skins and bits and so on. Uh, it's kind of a very quite thought. So this is not such a radical departure. I've got. I think I've got another one that's a bit more of like a radical departure, but. Like the Lego one, it's how, in, it's in so the mode of what's already successful. But how would it would it would it play like Fortnite? Yeah, it play a bit like Fortnite. So I feel like you'd be dropped into this world. I think my my vision is like it will take the building of Fortnite and get even more crazy with it, and like really because okay, the building of Fortnite is the worst part. Yeah. So can it make it fun? I think like I feel like if you make it so like build it is building more than shooting almost. So okay. like you're maybe trying to like like trapping other players or like building like if you can like kill them with environment or like create build actually building traps yeah like i feel like that'd be more interesting yeah okay yeah i could see it all right what's your what's your cool um i had a couple one of them is based on sort of the tetris thing pac-man battle royale okay you have a giant yes you have a giant pac-man map you choose where you drop down on it um, like maybe a cursor goes across the map, you just got to press it when the moment where you think you're gonna you're gonna drop in, and then you're Pac-Man on the map and you're you're going around it and trying to get other players, but also the fruits and the points yourself. So like getting points will make you okay. This is this is me thinking on the fly now. So getting points will make you faster. So as you okay, get more pellets, yeah. you get faster, and then it yeah. means you're easy, like easily able to get other people. But if you get someone else, you get the points that they've got. And at the very end, you'd have two people just dashing all the way around the board like really quickly, both trying to outmaneuver each other, like Tron. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's 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 my Pac-Man. <laughs> you could also have a 3D mode. Do you, do you ever play Pac-Man? It might have actually been called Pac-Man Battle. I forget the no, name. No, it was like I a 3D Pac-Man. We're in you're in like a maze, and mm. three people are the ghosts, and one person is Pac-Man. You're like trying to get through this maze to get each other and stuff. It's it's maybe something like that as well, like a. a, a bring that back but uh, mainly I just want a traditional Pac-Man but 100 players on a massive pack board and then a special level based on the horrible Pac-Man stage from Smash Brothers <laughs> sure uh, Pac-World 2 is like the best best stage of Smash Brothers yeah uh, alright I've got one that probably wouldn't work in a practical sense but I think it'd be quite okay. good uh, Civilization Battle Royale okay, 99, how, 99 players on a massive map, it would take twelve <laughs> hours to do a game. <laughs> but you would oh, so you're just playing Civilization you, you would, with you're playing, you're like Civilization, yeah, no, and it's um, yeah, last last one surviving. So we're gonna say no other victory, but like military. So you're just trying okay. to expand outwards as far. We'll have it. It'll be more kind of streamlined towards like picking up bonuses from the map right just like a regular leave all the victories in uh, have someone be able to survive this okay. by playing for a hundred hours and just be like diplomatic with okay sure <laughs> but um like it will make it kind of more reactive so you're trying to get like bonuses from the map or something yeah. like that so you can build well like we can even maybe say like in if you want to do it practically like the speed at which you're like developing your civilization is like much like improved so maybe like okay. a streamlined tech tree, you know, obviously you're progressing through the civilization a lot faster and maybe you can yep. build things a lot faster as well. So it's literally 
kind of making good decisions, still turn-based, but like trying to expand. Still, wait, still turn-based with a hundred people. Uh, yeah, okay, but it will have simultaneous turns, right? So everyone takes their turn at the same time. You have maybe okay, like, like maybe something like ten seconds per turn, so it like is pacey. Um, so there's a bit of reaction, but if you can get your order in before your your like your neighbours, you'll be able to get like a unit in the place faster. I like uh, it. Civ four, okay. Civ four had that, and it's multiplayer mode. Interesting enough, simultaneous turns. But yeah, I feel like yeah, it's just about really aggressive expansion, trying to like get big, and then obviously maybe if you get too big, your neighbours gonna team down to take team up to take you down. Yeah, I feel like. It'll be good, so because you're you're fighting your neighbors, you're almost like absorbing other powers, and like the big the big players will get big, and like maybe the small players have to like band together, and it'll be like snaps like ten second decision making each turn. I feel like it you could work. I like it. Just the map would have to be really big. Is the only bit. Is the only you thing. call it Civilization World, and you are literally on the uh, on yeah. the earth. Oh yeah, it'd be good. That, then that's the map. You yeah, know, it's, it's it's Earth. Um, no, I'm I'm into that. How about a Valve Battle Royale? Yeah? Because you know it's going to happen at some point. If you do like a like a Half-Life style thing where it's it's the controls of Half-Life, but you bring in some like portal stuff as well. So imagine, oh, I... imagine a Battle Royale where you have a portal gun. You see, that could work if Valve had any interest at all in making games anymore. Well, they made that, um, what was it, that, that card game recently which flopped. <laughs> yeah. They had Richard someone. Garriott? No. Garfield, you're maybe talking about. Garfield. Garfield he, he's designed. He made Magic the Gathering. He's, yeah, exactly. He's the they got him man. on board to Richard, make a card Richard game. Garrier and he just made his Richard He made the Ultima games. The old, okay. the, the really classic <laughs> RPGs. One, but one odd person to grab out. Okay, he also sure, made the not? video game Tabula Rasa in like 2008, and that flopped. Remember Tabula Rasa, <laughs> the MMO? No, it's one. No, it's one of the many casualties of like the MMO wars of the late two thousands when everyone was trying Where to. Everything top. was the next word. Every, of Warcraft everyone was killer. trying to top World of Warcraft, and they all failed horribly. Oh, I love that period. There were so many cool MMOs coming out with like different. Yeah, but, just, but they never caught on. None of them ever caught on because they all tried to be a bit too technical. Yeah, like they were all, all trying to be like. No, they, we're the hardcore they, MMO. They all tried to be too much. Like, well, is a thing they did. Yeah, try and distinguish themselves. Well. All right. Then you had Wild Wildstar doing it like ten years later, be like, "We're like World of Warcraft, but for hardcore people." <laughs> but people never did the only like a very small subsection of people ever did the end game stuff anyway. Yeah. So, so, so you were saying um, Valve Battle Royale? Yeah. So you get basically, I just saw the word. I've got a little poster in my office with a hundred games bucket list, and I just looked up and saw Portal and thought, "Yeah, Portal Gun Battle Royale, that'd be cool." So that's my premise. All right, I've got one final pitch for you. Did Go you on. did you ever play? Um, it started life as actually a Half Life mod, and then got a, a standalone release in like the late two thousands. Do you ever play a little game called The Ship? No. Okay, so the concept of The Ship is it's you and it's like a multiplayer game. So you and uh, however many other players, uh, you're all on like this cruise ship. It's first person. Uh, the idea is that you um, there's like NPCs in there as well. There's all these NPCs. But you, at the start of when you enter the game. You get another uh, assigned another player whom you have to kill, and someone else oh, is trying shit. to kill you as well. And of course, uh, you don't. There's no way you don't know which players are actual humans and which ones are the NPCs, apart from how they behave. So you're trying like to the track Assassin's Creed multiplayer. Yes, a bit like that. So basically, I imagine that, but on like a battle royale scale, where you're okay. you're trying to hunt down one specific person at a time. Right, and then and try and be the last person standing. Last person. So eventually, it'll be two players trying to kill each other. But you also have all these NPCs 
who you can like hide hide amongst and maybe because I it's in my mind I was like the ship slash hitman battle royale you have like yeah. disguises as, that was going to be my next suggestion yeah exactly so I feel like that would be a really good battle royale mode and as you get like maybe like the NPCs on the map as they get killed off they don't come back yeah you know as you start getting through NPCs and there'll, there'll be a penalty for killing an NPC you know it'll make you I feel like the NPCs can the NPCs could fire back if you were yeah if you like, yeah, like if, if you if start you, just openly killing them absolutely they, they, they fight back sure that makes sense but then maybe towards the end also if there's only two people left the NPCs will start disappearing on, on yeah. their own accord and then it's just you trying to yeah sneakily outmaneuver the other that'd be yeah. cool that'd be good alright do you have a final pitch for me yeah hang on I've just got to <laughs> just think got of to what think it of is it. <laughs> <laughs> by the way listener I have now remembered all three of the things I was going to do on this podcast ahead of time oh nice I mean, wait what were the jokes uh, the jokes was uh, Ben from Carshalton Beaches uh, and then the two ideas I had the two ideas I had were um, the ship slash hitman battle royale and lego battle royale I like, I like it uh, <laughs> a battle royale racing game yeah okay like a burnout like a, or like a like a burnout type hmm. thing maybe we just smash into each other I don't know um, no maybe no Tony Hawk's pro skater royale sure uh, but wasn't that radical heights there's no skating the cliff, in that. Cliff, 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 there was a there were bikes, I think. Uh, no, I I mean pure skating. Okay. Um, mm. Oh, radical mm. heights. Oh, radical heights. Uh, a pop figure battle royale. That's the end of the <laughs> Nerd on a Geek podcast. <laughs> oh, we've been a bit loopy this week. I like it. I, we should do this more often. Um, this is Nerd Doggy, Nerd Doggy Podcast. I've been Cal Doubter, your host, and with me as always is everybody's friend, <laughs> Scott, Scott Hunter, Hunter who's me. coming up to visit me next week. Yeah, next weekend. So it's going to be Friday, isn't it? Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, Friday okay, till Monday. It'll be good. Um, it's going to be we'll good. Get, we'll hopefully do uh, some sort of recording while we're there and just hang out and have a lot of good fun times. It'll be great. Thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with us in our madness this week. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, I hope you have as well. Yep. All right. Good. We'll talk to you all soon, I'm sure. Goodbye. Goodbye.